uh, so you ha- you are a team builder, right? Uh, yeah. So now, uh, what is your process of designing? Like, if, if you get a task, you mm-hmm. get a problem statement. Mm-hmm. And what is the next step you take? And uh, I know design is a continuous process. Yeah. And it yeah. goes on forever and mm-hmm. as long as you are involved in it. Mm-hmm. So, but what is the process uh, mm-hmm. till, till the point you can explain to you? Sure. So, uh, it depends. So, in Magic Bricks, uh, the process is something else. If you go into the consulting, the process is something else. I'll take Magic Brick because I am part of it now, so there is no point commenting the the, uh, the other company. So, what we do is we define okay what needs to be developed for the entire year, keeping our business goal aligned, and then we also keep uh, the uh, the quarter wise quarter wise product development cycle. So, if it's a uh, April May June quarter one, there is a certain set of pro- product features that are already set. Once that has been made concrete that okay we will be working on some projects, then the product manager he comes to the design team and the team is divided into different groups. So one group they take care of all the mobile platform, the other takes care of the uh, web and the third to something else. But then they are all uh, good enough to handle any task on any platform. But for the sake of process, they are divided into different groups. The moment the task comes, uh, what we want from the product owner is give us the objective, give us the current metrics, the target metrics uh, and if there is any data that is there. So like that's what we need to, to begin the project uh, and uh, uh, you won't believe in a quarter we work on more than 200 tasks. So so it's like the, the number is so high that we don't even have a time for at least early half of the quarter to even sit and do anything else. So 200. So I have. I have I had a connect with like multiple designers. It's like 5, 6, 10, 15, 20, but 200 is like unheard of. But yeah, that's how we do. Uh, we start and then uh, we all we define the timeline. We make sure that if there is a any of the UX methodology, research meth- methodology is required, then we bring that into the table. Otherwise, I believe that lean UX, whatever you want to use from which phase, use it and then deliver the task. Uh, but then we need all the data, all the objectives, uh, what we are chasing, everything to be on the table for the designers to start. So once once that comes on the table, and like we have a healthy kickoff meeting whenever uh, we start a project between the product owners and the designers, and there's a lead involved, there's an information architect will be there, uh, and basis that we give them the timeline, and if it's required that we need to go out and empathize, empathize with our users we do all kind of market research uh, and then come back and then we start so once the design is and then like like that's how uh, the process starts once we are done with the low fidelity wireframe high fidelity wireframe we review it with the internal stakeholders pm uh, business and then we create the uh, vd uh, like ui design uh, primarily we use sketch we used to use uh, photoshop but photoshop uh, even if uh, we have the uh, the photoshop it has everything but that is primarily for the bitmap uh, bitmap edit uh, so uh, and we and the ui designer hardly uses 10, 5 or 10 or 10 percent of the photoshop and now it's quite expensive now yeah. so we move to a sketch uh, now everything is in sketch we have and now uh, and then we have a zeppelin account we upload everything on zeppelin for the tech or the qa to have a look at it what uh, we are expecting uh, but the problem, but the uh, but there is a process that whenever we are sharing a screen, we also need to share and define the design like how why we have designed all the interaction touch points. 
so that it will help the other guys to do it. Um, though it's an agile process, but I'll say it's a sprint fall. We start with agile and then it goes into waterfall model. Uh, but that's a part and part and like part and parcel of all the corporate life, uh, and it and the process is like different in different companies. So that's how that's how it goes. And then once it goes into tech and the QA, and then like before the build, uh, we get the final build for review. Uh, the good part about Magic Bricks is uh, the UX team or the and I have a say whether the build will go live or not if it doesn't meet our criteria. So okay. that that power I think I have not seen like anywhere else uh, to hold the build even at the last stage, and that I would give the credit to the uh, the our like CEO or the senior uh, leadership team that okay you have that authority to at least say no to something which is not good for our end consumer. Yeah. So that's how the entire process goes. So, so generally, I've seen the sales team or the uh, you know the business side generally governs uh, this yeah. decision. This is like they give their deadlines. Yeah. Deadlines are, are, are fair. Are fair yeah, yeah. Like you need to do deadlines. Yeah. Then they have the say. Ki, haan, hai. Ye minimum viable. Hai. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I think I was quite fortunate that in Magic Bricks, uh, our CEO is quite UX driven. Though he is a he is a sales person, uh, uh, but then he is he is uh, his focus is always towards the UX and like delivering very high experience to the end consumer. And that's where I think that benefit by default comes to us as a UX professionals or as a design team. So on that front, I think we are quite lucky. So talking about the design team, mm-hmm. so uh, so the so it's not so you you said you uh, are over a lot of people, uh, you a lot of people, a lot of designers uh, report to you yeah. of different domains, yeah. uh, different team for a uh, different type of design. Mm-hmm. But if you're working on a project. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and you're leading a project yourself. There's a small yeah. task to be done, and you have a small team yeah. uh, that gets that task done. So, what what kind of team members do you have in that team? Mm-hmm. What kind of personalities basically mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. look for if mm-hmm. you're making a team? So, I'll I'll tell you the process. So, uh, I have built up a team, multiple teams, and things have worked for me. So, when I'm building up a team, uh, until the team expands till eight or nine. I make sure that I am part of it, uh, and I delegate, uh, and I decide who does what. So, and that builds up the trust factor, and I get to know like, okay, well, like what are the merits, demerits, or the plus point for every like designer? What is, what are their capacities? Um, and uh, so, like that's how that's how I do. So, till the team size becomes eight or nine, and generally I hire jack of all trade, master of one. So, I don't hire someone who is specific to some skill set because that limits my execution yeah. so everyone whom who i hire uh, in magic bricks or even before i try to i make sure that okay they are they know each and every part of ux uh, delivery uh, and i can place them as and when i like there is a need yeah. so till the team becomes eight or nine i take care of them by myself and then the moment it goes beyond eight, then there is a every four to five member there is one lead, and that's how it goes replicated. That how that's how it is like replicated. The process is like they need to uh, design something, and because I have worked with them on the early stage, they know what is my expectation, and uh, so but they have to get it reviewed by lead, and then uh, and then it comes to me. I make sure that every screen screen that goes online that at least I need to see it once, uh, and. Uh, I am hands-on. Uh, I sit with them. I give them 
constructive feedback, not the subjective. So design, the problem is, uh, it's more on the perception. So I generally tell everyone in my team and even across company, even here and before, that when you are giving some feedback as a designer, to a designer, uh, make it more constructive. Giving a feedback that it doesn't look good is not a feedback, it's an opinion. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get something what you are expecting, you need to be more objective driven. Uh, you need to be more precise and like, that's how it helps. So like that's how it is, that's how the team is divided. And uh, currently like there are 22 professionals, UX professionals. So there are four or five teams and then they report to lead and then they report to me for the role. So you have said uh, that it, the real sun is being closer to the user. Yeah. Uh, so how to get to that point where you exactly understand what mm -hmm. the user actually needs? So uh, we as a UI designers or UX professionals, uh, our job or task is to build anything and everything for the users. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense if you don't know what is user pain point is and then you create something in silo. So every task in Magic Bricks that we do or every project that we do, we make sure that we make, uh, we know actual pain point that a consumer has. Uh, in my team, there is a dedicated team uh, of researchers and uh, they have been, so when they were hired, uh, I specifically told them they are not supposed to sit in the office for, for more than seven days. For rest of the days, they have to be in the market uh, to know the consumers, to know the users, bring the pain points and then we will have a brainstorming session within and then we will find out like what is the best for as a solution for them uh, and there are ways to find to know like uh, what are the pain points there are different methodology that we follow uh, so we do contextual inquiries where we go into their own their demo demography we sit with them we uh, we are there in uh, in their environment uh, uh, how they use what they use uh, and then we at times we do card shorting, uh, at times we do F we create affinity diagram. Uh, so there are way and like UT is a part and parcel of life. We don't, uh, we don't, we don't build, uh, we don't decide okay when to do a UT. Uh, whenever we do a task which requires it because we have the, we know our TG, we can pull out the user's data from our database. Uh, we can call them and then we can either we call them in our company uh, in our premises or we go to their uh, home uh, because like they, are, they are mostly buyers agents or or like builders in our case we go to them we we interview them and then we get out uh, like whatever we want to so i think being close to the users helps us work in help us helps us not to work in silo plus it also removes our uh, our own perception about the solution so it has to be more towards what the consume what the user need is and that's how it helps so when i say that you need to be closer to the con like users that's what it means you need to know what is their pain point and then design over it okay so is this research team also designers or the, 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 like what basically what uh, qualifications uh, does a researcher have so it's not the qualification but then yeah so yeah so it so there are so the researchers that we have, they are dedicated researchers, though they know Sketch and Photoshop, but they are not allowed. Because the moment uh, they start designing something, I think uh, I have kept both the teams aside because both of them should not interfere. One is the problem uh, seeker, what is there in the market, and other is the problem solver. 
so the moment you uh, give the power of solution to a problem seeker i think there will be some biasness so uh, though we uh, the researcher needs to come and present the report to us to the entire design team uh, but then i have kept a thin line that okay they are totally different and the roles are clearly demarcated so uh, now design uh, on a whole is a pressure job like you have yeah. A lot of opinions, a yeah. lot of comments coming from every direction. Yeah, yeah. Different things. Yeah. So, how how would you suggest a designer to tackle such such a such a such a, such a situation, yeah. where a very senior person, a very a very senior stakeholder, mm -hmm. comes to a designer who is just two years or one year into the into yeah. uh, his or her job? Mm -hmm. How how does he or she tackle uh, that that stakeholder? Sure. So. Uh, so it's not about tackling. So. Uh, it's about opinion versus feedback. Yeah, so uh, it's a genuine problem, and I think it's 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 not a problem. I think for us, it's also a advantage yeah. because everybody can give their feedback or opinion. Yeah. Uh, though there is a demarcation between feedback and opinion. Uh, opinion is something which you may give even if you don't have that skill set, but you will give your perception. Uh, feedback is you have some flavor of uh, knowledge about what design is and what UX is yeah. or even what technologies and then you give the feedback though uh, I think opinion can be can be taken as constructive but uh, even the guy or the stakeholders who are giving the opinion or the feedback no, you can at least guide it so uh, what I tell my team members is whenever they are sharing their designs first of all your wireframe is not a design so don't mix your information architecture and your UI or the visual design the, it needs to be presented separate uh, because you should not give any lever to the third party that okay give us the feedback on of both on the on like either of them so uh, when you are when you are presenting your wireframe on the, or the VD or the like UI design you need to define your design you need to tell them okay there is a concept be, concept behind it because like UI design is 50% uh, uh, science and 50% creativity yeah. and that you need to communicate via mail or via presentation. Yeah. The moment you are able to do it, the other person will have a trust that okay, there has a thought that has gone into it uh, and then accordingly he will give you the feedback. Many a times there are de like designers, they go by gut feel. Yeah. Uh, if there is a dot, uh, there has to be a reason for it and the designer needs to define it on paper okay, why that dot is there. As long as I think we can do that, I don't think we can avoid the opinions because they know that okay, this is coming from expert, so they will only give the feedback. And at the end of the day, uh, because you have defined your design, I think the final decision will lie with you, and you need to justify it because uh, feedback will come. Feedback uh, because design and f and content, uh, everyone has their opinion. Everyone knows how design can be improved. But as long as uh, it is moderated and uh, you can have a story telling about the entire process to uh, of reaching to that design, I think your the opinions can be pushed back and genuine feedback will come upon. So now there, there are many instances uh, uh, where apart from designers, like seasoned and professional designers like yourself, mm -hmm. uh, there are young designers mm -hmm. who have around two or three years of experience. Mm -hmm. uh, are given the leadership role, uh -huh. and uh, they might be, uh, you know, eligible or they they deserve that uh, position. But should there be any regulation 
Mm-hmm. About who should lead design in the industry, mm-hmm. and secondly, my question is: should should be there a license mm-hmm. about who should design mm-hmm. and uh, who should lead design in the industry? So I have not seen generally happening the way you are saying. So at least two three years, that's not hap- that doesn't happen. Okay. Five six, I do agree, uh, but that that the number of years of an experience doesn't define who can be a leader. Okay. It's the quality to lead or be a leader. Uh, that's that's where it comes from uh, i personally believe at this stage if i would have born at this stage where i am now after 19 years i could have been here in 19 years because the opportunities are huge uh, the online platform has evolved you don't need to go through a courses or some uh, online or some training to get the education you can go online you can read the things uh, so to your the question to your answer there is no certified there should not be any certification or a matrix that who can be a leader yeah. but yeah uh, if someone is showing the potential that okay uh, he or she can be a leader and that i have seen in my team uh, after 5 or 6 years i think they are ready now because the because of the industry the way it's shaping and uh, uh, in our time it used to take time for us to evolve now the evolution is happening so fast so like there is i don't think there is any hard and fast rule to it and should be uh, anyone who deserves uh, he can be in any role any time so you have done a lot of mentoring also uh, yes so what are the minimum required non design things yeah. that would you suggest or advice yeah. uh, to a person just graduating in design like okay look this is this is the industry this mm-hmm. is how it is and mm-hmm. then learn to work yeah uh, so I'll tell specifically with respect to UX professionals. Uh, one, they need to be self-critic. Uh, we, as a designer, we are different breed. We, though designing, when I say it's 50% science, 50% art, but then when we design, we are emotionally attached. Yeah. I think that skin needs to go away from the from any designer. Uh, you know, you should not be emotionally attached. Step out, step out, and even if you have designed, step out from it. Uh, see what works, what doesn't work. I think best is to get into the user shoe, how they will perceive your design, and that is an art that evolves as the time goes by. So if that has evolved in a, and that answers to your previous question, uh, who can lead? So if that art has evolved in any of the designer in less suppose three four years, and uh, I think they are in a way of being a leader or one step closer to the maturity yeah. so like so like one of them uh, is that second they need to be well versed with the uh, upcoming technology because uh, at my home i have almost all the digital device that you can think of uh, i have windows i have ios i have android and, and it's not that i want to have all but uh, in the industry where i am in i need to have a flavor of all the aspect of the technology and the platform on the and the io and the operating system um, so you need to be enriching yourself with what is coming new uh, dedicate some time for reading uh, i spend uh, almost one and a half hours to two hours every day and i go online and read that's what i also communicate to all my team members uh, that go and read uh, that builds up the new perception what is happening and uh, that also takes away some of the need of going through online courses though i don't deny that it's bad but the courses in some way if you go and read those are more practical 
द कोर्सेज एंड लाइक अदर थिंग्स दोज आर मोर थेटिकल सो एंड वॉट टेक्स टाइम फ्रॉम सम वन बिकमिंग अ डिज़ाइनर टू अ मैच्योर्ड लीडर इज द प्रैक्टिकलिटी विच शुड बी देयर इन देर वर्क सो इफ यू गो एंड रीड द थिंग्स यू सी द डिफरेंट कॉन्सेप्ट और वॉट अदर्स आर डूइंग दैट मेक्स यू अ बेटर प्रोफेशनल टीम प्लेयर टीम प्लेयर इज लाइक वन ऑफ दैम जनरली लाइक देर इज अ डिज़ाइनर हैज़ अज ओन लाइफ हिज और हर ओन लाइफ साइकिल टिल द टाइम दे आर थ्री और फोर ईयर्स ऑफ एन एक्सपीरियंस दे बिलीव दैट द डिज़ाइन बिलोंग्स टू मी विच इज़ वेरी रॉन्ग इफ यू शेयर द डिज़ाइन इफ यू एक्सप्लेन द डिज़ाइन टू समन एल्स यू विल बी अ बेटर डिज़ाइनर बिकॉज यू आर एक्सप्लेन दैम वाई एंड वॉट हाउ ऑफ दोज डिज़ाइन सो यू नीड टू बी अ वेरी गुड टीम प्लेयर डोंट शाई अवे फ्राम शेयरिंग योर डिज़ाइन विद समन एल्स एंड कम्युनिकेट बिटवीन द टीम दैट इज़ वन आस्पेक्ट विच आई लुक फॉर वेन आई हायर अ डिज़ाइनर सो दैट इज़ लाइक वन ऑफ द ट्रेड इफ यू से लाइक अपार्ट फ्राम द डिज़ाइनिंग स्किल्स then like one of them is uh, being a team player so talking about hiring then hiring a designer so yeah. you said team leader is one of the things you look at yeah. what other uh, check boxes mm-hmm. you have while you when you when you looking for a designer for your team yeah so uh, until now i think i have hired i have interviewed not less than 4 5000 designers uh, in canberra in accenture and like it, even in like magic bridge and the like ratio the hit rate is quite low because uh, i am picky on uh, on whom to hire because i don't want to do a spoon feeding yeah. in the current market we hardly have any time to spoon feed and make them learn yeah. uh, and i don't even uh, so uh, so one is obviously the skill set and that goes when you are profiling uh, a whom to call for the interview so there are three four rounds of the interview and like that's the process every uh, or every organization has uh, but then once they come on board when they come for the interview and it's like especially when they meet me i make sh- i assess them on what couple of other parameters uh, one of them is uh, their attitude and the behavior uh, first the uh, uh, the eagerness to learn new because uh, if they are not eager to learn new then i think as the industry is shaping up they won't evolve as a professional so uh, apart from the being a very good team player i think these are the things that uh, i do see in the candidate other than other than that i give them an assignment which they have to do it in front of me and i do see the uh, deep thinking that they have uh, from where they start from where they go uh, though i give them a benefit of doubt because they are in interview and interview is a different scenario uh, and uh, if i were in their place even i would be more hesitant i had many things going in my mind so i give them that benefit of doubt but then they need to come back with the uh, healthy approach uh, a user driven process and deep thinking into that assignment which is they which they are doing in front of me uh, and then come to the solution and basis that uh, either hire or i uh, or like they are not f- fit for what we are like what we are looking for so like that's how the process goes so you, so you are a team builder like you have been building a lot of teams uh, so uh, uh, how do you build a team so the number of people that is defined by what 
is the uh, like the quantum of work that we are expected to deliver plus size of the product or the tech team so that has its correlation to the design team uh, there is no hard and fast rule to it uh, so uh, but then like the number of product managers that defines like what is the number of UXers in the company. Second, when we hire someone on board, uh, the first week is all about giving them freedom to know about the organization. Uh, I generally tend to give them a task where they need, they have to create the uh, task flow for the entire MB application. And once they are done, they need to also point out what is good, what is bad or what needs improvement. Um, Everywhere, wherever I have worked on, even here and in the past, I do ask from the management that give me a 16 by 8 whiteboard. So that guy needs to create a, the entire task flow uh, and the journey scenarios on that whiteboard. And because it's on the face, everyone is looking at it. So he is quite uh, disciplined that, okay, whatever goes there, that has to have a meaning. So the progress is seen on daily basis. He is quite sincere because that's on the floor. Everybody is like watching him. And then he all, it also gives him an opportunity to know the entire system. Uh, giving any designer a task on day one will be injustice to him because he won't know anything and that will put the business on stake or the design or the product on stake. So that seven days, ten days, Bidar is there with him. He is asked to go to the market and do some research. I sit with him, the leads, they sit with him. So we have our own culture here in Magic Bricks. That's unseen everywhere else. And then after seven, ten days, he is ready to hit the floor, uh, he starts the project alone and then he starts delivering and by the time he knows how the companies work, who are the stakeholders, where to go, home to us, so all those things are taken care of. So these process and uh, these, uh, so they work as an icebreaker for a new joiner. So we try to make them comfortable and in turn that if also reflects on the uh, delivery what they give, uh, what uh, their output on the product. And that shows there because they know their consumer because they have done a market research. Uh, they know the entire platform and the system or the module where they are supposed to work. So it has helped as of now and I think I'll be keeping the same even in the future.